I'm your dungeon master, Cliff B, and we're rolling dice and heading out into the wide world of Castia. I'm joined by Ben, Hazir Mendra, Chris, Magus Magron, and Dave, Serial, as we explore the taverns, travel, and tests that their characters encounter. This episode, the gang is face-to-face with the threat of Bovatar, and Serial is still under the influence of those bioluminescent mushrooms. Let's check it out! Welcome back to Castia, everybody. Last time I'm on Taverns, Travel, and Test. The gang met back up for breakfast. Serial gave a warning about Baron Moonshade to the group and learned he's a nobleman who shows up to towns for their festivals and may be responsible for their destruction if he's not pleased with their treatment of him. The party checks out the town and is invigorated by their excitement. They notice a lack of Ganjin's pungent aroma and meet Tone the Halfling, who informed them he never showed up to work, he being Ganjin, and also offered to sell them opium. <laughs> the group goes to Ganjin's Druid Circle, where they discover a hidden cavern filled with various plants and bioluminescent mushrooms, the latter being consumed by cereal, leading to what scientists would call a wild trip. Yeah. Azir and Mag notice a journal, which seems to chronicle Ganjin's descent into vegan madness. Azir and Mag get cereal out of the cavern, only to be greeted by two Bovatar armed and ready to fight. And that's where we return to our heroes. Uh, everybody, go ahead and roll me some initiatives. Shit. This oh, is be uh, uh, Vegan madness is such a great <laughs> phrase. <laughs> and name. That's a 14 <laughs> from me. Eight. And from me is a da, 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 19. Ooh, Ooh. Nice. Right, That's good, uh, because I'm probably, like, on my stomach with Sariel on my back still. <laughs> <laughs> Barking like a dog. Azir, you are up first. Hooray! Um, so there's there's uh, there's a Bovatar on either side of us. Correct. Uh, which one am I closer to? Or does uh, it... I'd say oh. they're... Either they're pretty close either side. You could probably. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to. Let me, let me see. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and fire off magic missile on the one on the left. Alrighty. Um, uh, what level are you shooting that off at? That's going to be uh, first level. Sorry. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, okay. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. So that's three darts. I will roll uh, for spell attack. Uh, that uh, You don't need to roll spell attack for magic missile. It just automatically hits. Just oh, damage. neato. Um, okay. Okay. So I have, uh, I have a qualifier here that says I get plus one damage per spell level. Uh, uh, and that is 1d4 plus 1. So for each missile, uh, that is a uh, uh, 6, 6, and 3. Hmm. You blast this one on the left to oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> You just one shot this. Uh, I rolled this a. I rolled, I rolled a four, a one, and a four, and then it's it's plus one from the spell, and then plus one from what it says on my character sheet. Yeah, yeah. because of your uh, your attuned uh, 
jewelry. Right. I feel like this is very, very upsetting to Serial, who just watched a cow explode. <laughs> you didn't see a cow person. Serial, <laughs> what you saw <laughs> is you saw you're, you're not quite sure how to describe it. It looked like a burlap sack filled with air, but instead of like a sack, it was this shiny somewhere between a leather and tree sap. You're not quite sure what it is. Somehow you know it's in your mind. It's called a balloon. You don't know how you know what it's called that, but you know that, oh, this is a balloon that's been shaped to look like a cow. And here, <laughs> just from his hand, threw a needle through it, and it popped. <laughs> uh, I feel like this is like a really dark version of like a carnival game to me. Yeah, it, gives, it definitely gives off that kind of feeling to it. Uh, and on the ground, uh, you see some candy. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> All right. Uh, up next is the other one. It just watched you uh, basically one-shot its friend this year, so it's going to be coming at you with a slashing attack. Uh, it rolled a nat 20. Son of a bitch! Oh, naturally. <laughs> that is gonna be 10 damage from that. Ow! And then he has a thing where if he is successful with a slash attack, he can make an offhand attack with the fork. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Uh, that one naturally rolled a two, so does a seven hit you? Uh, seven does not hit me. I did not think so. Uh, you got cleared on that one. Uh, Mag, you're up. Alright, I'm, uh, I'm gonna kinda, like, spring to my feet and shake Sariel off my back, and, uh, in one swing pull my great axe from over my shoulder and try and bring it down over top of the Bovatar's head. Alright, go ahead and give me that beautiful slashing roll. Let's see. Ooh, that's good. Uh, that's a 19. Oh, that hits. So, let me roll damage. Uh, come on, big money. Ooh, that is big money. Uh, plus four. That is a 15. Whoa! <laughs> so, I'm going to describe what Serial sees. <laughs> Serial, you see Mag hop out, roll, uh, nudging you off of him. And you see Mag, you don't know where he got it, but he has this giant lamb shank in his hand. <laughs> like, he can hold the bone for this lamb shank with both hands. And there is a mag-sized piece of meat on the end of it. And you see him just rear back and slam this gigantic lamb shank down upon 
what looks like it looks like somebody has drawn a cow into the air, but it's not a uh, anatomically correct version of a cow. You see that this cow has a big old body, big head with just these huge wide blue eyes. It has on a, a smile. It's in its hand. It's got a little pink parasol. It's got these stubby little arms and legs. And it's spinning this pink parasol. It's wearing like these like pink ballet shoes. It has on some sort of kerchief with like a blue and white uh, addition uh, on the shirt as well, on, a, on like a top as well. And Mag just brings down this lamp shank onto it. And when he pulls the lamp shank off, this cartoon cow just goes, just like looks like it has folds in it, and it's bouncing back and forth like the uh, center of an accordion would. <laughs> and it falls backwards onto the ground. I, Mag, I'm you clapping. Have, you have cleaved this bovatar in half, and it has dropped dead to the ground. <sighs> Mag kind of cracks his neck. Like, ah, oh, God. Uh, I, tired of seeing these things. Well, obviously I crawl over to get the candy. <laughs> oh, no. Obviously, I have to go over and try to get a big old handful of candy. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, you, Azir and Mag, you see Serial <laughs> crawling over to the Bovatar that is has the giant hole through the center of it from the magic missile bursts. Reaching oh. over, trying to uh, pick up the fallen innards. Oh, God. The Is there I, any way that we could stop her before she gets it in her mouth like a, like a five-year-old? No, well, I'm not going to try to eat it first, but I do want to offer you some. Like, look, candy! Oh, that's, uh... Ooh. You guys want any? Uh, no, no, that's bad. That's that's not candy, Sariel. That's uh, I know it looks like candy, but that's uh, that's actually uh, that's actually poop. <laughs> okay, can I? Having been told that 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 it's poop, which I thought it was just guts, but apparently it's poop. Yeah, yeah no, viscera. It is. I'm just I'm trying to talk to someone who's hallucinating. Can I like scrutinize it more closely to see if I could tell? I don't believe Give me him. an insight check. Okay. With I disadvantage. Oh no. That is already okay. No, no, no. Okay, that's that's a nine <laughs> and then what, how much worse could it get? No, that's a seventeen, so nine. You aren't thinking it's poop, but you trust your friends. So I I make you, a you think you think they're head. holding out the bun about it being candy, but you haven't known Mag, especially, to really lie to you yet. Mm, okay, so... Avoid, I... avoid things, absolutely, but not lie to you. Okay, I'm going to drop the candy. I'm going to be like... You know, I'm, like, well aware that uh, something weird is going on up here, and I point at my head. Yeah. So, I'm going to trust you on this. But if you're lying, I'm coming back for this candy. Okay, that's that's fine. Let's uh, let's we should uh, 
we should move, don't you think, Azir? We should probably <laughs> we should probably get on out of here. Ideally, yes. Okay, let's uh come on, Serial. All right, and I pat the uh dead Bovatar like uh twice and I stand up and I go to them. Serial, uh, go ahead and give me another intelligence save. Okay. This you could do it. <laughs> no, I can't. Oh no. That's a five. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, we're never going to get out of this. I'm never going to not be high, you guys. <laughs> no, no, you'll definitely. I'm never going to not be high. And then no, I'm getting really scared. And, no, uh... <laughs> it'll be fine. <laughs> it's got to end at some point, right? I, uh, I look at his year and I'm like, like I shrug my shoulders like, yeah, sure. It's definitely going to end. <laughs> <laughs> I think. It's, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It'll it'll probably it'll probably be over in a uh, little bit, Serio. You gotta sleep uh, it off. And yeah. I, I turn to uh Hajir and I say, Thanks, Dad. Uh yeah, okay. <laughs> uh Mag uh, Hajir, go ahead and give me insight checks. Insights. Oh, that is a critical fail. Uh, 13. Oh, boy. Mag, you are absolutely preoccupied with the situation with Serial to be really thinking about anything else right now. So, you know, it's not that you couldn't have figured it out, but you're just very much concerned with your friend to really be giving this a second thought. Uh, Azir, you're looking down here and the thought occurs to you that Ganjin knew about the Bovatars and what they were doing. And now they're showing up down here in his uh, Druid Circle when he's gone missing. Hmm. Uh, sorry, uh, repeat that, uh, first part. Uh, so, uh, when you guys first learned about the Bovatar, it was Ganjin who told you they were, uh, cow people that were stealing the grills. And right. so it was from Ganjin you learned about it, and now Ganjin's missing. And these things are showing up in his druid circle. Hmm. Are uh, do we do any of us know how intelligent the Bovatars are? They can obviously play in an ambush. I think that you know that they're intelligent enough. They seem to be intelligent enough to follow orders because they did have uh, their leader the the leader before. Uh, seeming to give them instructions. So I wonder if we could capture one and possibly interrogate it. <laughs> this episode of 24. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to capture one of the cow people terrorists. You <laughs> know, waterboard him and figure out what he knows. <laughs> He's a member of Cow Kaida. <laughs> Dude, ten out of ten. Nice. 
Well, see, you're saying you want to try and kidnap one of these things, like, like not just cleave it and clean in half, and we we should find out what happened to Ganjin. I mean, he's he's a he's a part of the community. Hey, this is a dumb question, but as I am uh, like tripping hard, is there any chance that I can sense Ganjin's whereabouts? Um, I'm going to. You could say, say no. <laughs> <laughs> my my first thought is. How? I don't know. Are we communicating work? through some sort of mushroom network? <laughs> Go ahead and give me an intelligence save. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's finally a good roll. That's a 19. This probably just means I stopped being high, though. <laughs> you are starting to come through, come to, mm. and you see the Bovatar laid out in front of you, one cut in half. <laughs> One with a giant hole in it. Oh, God! <laughs> Colors are still kind of wild. They're taking a little while to return to their uh, normal hues, but you, you've got a sense on reality and a grasp on yourself and your proper uh, understanding of language. Okay. Uh, are my hands still covered in guts? <laughs> Uh, they're, they're a little messy, yeah. Uh, I turn to Magus, and I say, I gotta, I gotta say, you're right. That wasn't candy. That doesn't look like candy to me. No, it's, uh, it's not. Are, is that you, Serial? Are you, are you with us, Serial? Uh, I think so. Uh, that was weird. It, yeah, I'll say. Uh, things are still kind of a little bit woozy around the edges. And um, you're kind of rainbowy right now, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I want to do that again. No, y you should probably get rid of the ones that. Uh... <laughs> oh, that's right, I forgot. And then I, I noticed that I have them stashed away. These still <laughs> might be useful, just none for me ever again. Thanks. Mag kind of just slips those in his bag inconspicuously. <laughs> um, did we learn anything out here? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it seems like uh, Ganjin maybe got a little too involved with uh, the vegetables. Is that what you called them? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, um, so that was weird. They were all singing at me and chanting at me. Hmm. And they were telling me to eat my vegetables, which, believe me, that was the whole problem in the first place. <laughs> it seems our friend Ganjin may have um uh what's the word uh um lost Crypt his in mind. space. Yeah. If if what Ganjin if what Ganjin uh, uh if if he did anything if he experienced anything like I did he's probably right on the edge of sanity. I I, or possibly I, beyond it, according to his journal. Do you yeah. remember the journal? You were you were you were tripping at the time. No, I don't. Huh. Uh, yeah, he wants to spread the gospel of vegetables to all of uh, Brisket, and he sounds pretty determined to do it by any means necessary. Hmm. 
Yeah, if that has anything to do with those mushrooms, that's really bad news. I can't help but feel like perhaps the Bovatar are involved in this in some way. They seem to not, you know, want to be eaten. (laughs) You know, this does seem like just the kind of scheme a cow person would make up to avoid being (laughs) eaten by people. It it sure does, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly the drugs have not fully worn off. Um, well, um, I, I, I'm not, I'm not positive, uh, my friends, but I, uh, I, I think that we should get back to town and, uh, make sure that, uh, Ganjin doesn't turn up because I suspect that if he does, he's going to try and find some way to get this entire town to eat all the vegetables, <laughs> perhaps during the festivities in a few days. And, uh, I don't imagine we want uh, a whole bunch of people acting like Serial was uh, just a few moments ago. Oh, if that happens to the whole town, this festival is ruined. I know. And yeah. never. Uh, how are we supposed to enjoy the meat then? That's right. This is really all about us getting meat. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm good with heading back to town and seeing if we can uh, you know, track down any trace of Ganjin in town. We also had this whole castle to go look at. We do. That was kind of on the agenda, but uh, I guess uh, I kind of kind of screwed that one up. No, that's fine. I, in, in your defense, I I did ask you to eat it. That's true. This was your fault, but we'll forget that. <laughs> let's uh, let's head back. We'll see if we can uh, see if we can find Ganjin. Okay. Hey everybody, it's your favorite dungeon master of a D&D roleplay podcast themed after Food Network and Guy Fieri. Hoping you're doing alright, and hoping you've been enjoying the episode so far. It's been a lot of fun putting these out the last few weeks, and I'm really excited for all the places that we're going to go with the show. But, right now, it's a little bit of time to talk about our advertisers and uh, some other little things to get done in the mid-roll. You know how it goes. Today's sponsor is Factor. Do you struggle to find the time and energy to consistently eat healthy? You're not alone, and there is a solution. Introducing Factor, the all-in-one meal delivery service that preps, cooks, and delivers fresh, never frozen, fully prepared meals directly to your door weekly. With Factor, every meal is designed by dietitians and handcrafted by world-class chefs, keeping your taste buds happy and your waistline trim. What's more, the menu changes every week, so you never lose interest in eating healthy. Right now, Factor is offering listeners of Triple T, D&D, Taverns, Travel, and Tests $50 off their first two weeks. Just go to Factor75.com, pick your meals, and use code PODCAST50 at checkout to claim this limited time offer. That's Factor75.com, code PODCAST50. We're still doing that whole little uh, flash to the past joke. Uh, You know, it's still pretty fresh in uh, everybody's mind here at Taverns Travel and Tests, losing those episodes. So just wanted to give a little reminder, or if it's your first time here, uh, long story short, hard drive crashed, lost some episodes that we had pre-recorded, started over and went in a new direction with it, starting with the last episode. That's about that. I'd also like to talk to you today about uh, another real play podcast. Uh, that would be 
Kingdom Hearts A Forgotten Era. Kingdom Hearts A Forgotten Era is an LGBT actual play podcast of the game Interstitial, Our Hearts Intertwined, which is a Kingdom Hearts themed, uh, powered by the Apocalypse System game. But they can tell you a lot better about it than I can, so check it out, and then we'll jump back into the episode. I hope you're doing good. I love you. What's that? You like role-playing game actual play podcasts? You like Kingdom Hearts? You want non-stop jokes punctuated by unexpected and massive angst? You enjoy a healthy disregard for Disney's greed and overreach in regards to copyright law? Well then, do we have the podcast for you. Kingdom Hearts of Forgotten Era is an actual play podcast that takes place 80 years before the events of Birth by Sleep, using the interstitial Our Hearts Intertwined system. We follow a group of five people going on adventures through the Disney worlds never seen before in the Kingdom Hearts series, as they try to overcome the darkness within their own hearts. With episodes dropping every Wednesday, we release way more often than the real thing. Also, Kronk is there! Alright, so you are heading back down the trails, uh, now well aware that uh, Ganjin clearly is not at his uh, at his place. Um, Serial, as you're coming down, uh, this is going along with your uh, saving throw that you made for that intelligence. You're kind of working some stuff out, and mm-hmm. Uh, like with uh, Hajir's, you start to put together that, you know, it seems strange that the Bovatar were identified by Ganjin and they just kind of showed up down in his uh, druid circle. And you, you know, your friends told you a little bit about what was in the journal and what was going on with the um, with the plants and the notion kind of comes together that maybe they are more related than just kind of two groups group A Ganjin, group B Bovatar that have similar goals of people eating less meat, but that they might be, in fact, one group. <laughs> okay. So I, I guess I share this with the party. Is it just, it seems to me like this is all very, very connected. Uh, the, the, <laughs> as you know, the, uh, the, uh, the age old story of vegans aligning with cow people in order to change the world's meat consumption. It really feels true. The age-old story. Well, yes, that's what I was saying. It, it seems it seems like they've either they've either purposely poisoned him to, to make him feel that way, or perhaps they were already aligned together before that. But, uh, yep. yeah, it's, it seems like uh, they, they have to be linked in some way. Yep, and I think when we find out maybe where the uh, Bovatars are uh, uh, currently camped out, or when we find more of them, I think we're likely to find Ganjin. Yeah, I think you may be right. I think the first thing we should do is is uh, alert some of the uh, some of the uh, keepers in the town who are going to be participating in the event to uh, maybe not uh, not use any of those mushrooms in their cooking. Yeah, I think probably a strict no mushroom ban is a great idea. Hmm. 
just to be safe. Especially glowy ones, because it turns out, whoo boy, whoo daddy, whoo. Shall we? Uh, well, should we go to town, or should we? Uh, should we look for? Should we look for Ganjin somewhere out here? Yeah. Well, we we kind of had a known location at one point, didn't we? Of a of a Bovatar encampment. I mean, we we isn't that correct? Or we fought we, them. Maybe... Yeah, we fought them already. So maybe it's worth heading out that way to see what might what what might have sprung up since we last left, or. Otherwise, just kind of investigate deeper into the forest. What do you think, Azir? Should we should we head to town and and warn the townsfolk first, or should we explore a little more while we're out here? <sighs> I think I think preparing the town is a good idea first. We may even be able to to get a posse together and and round a, round ourselves up a posse and get back out here and uh, investigate yeah. more efficiently. Yeah, that might be. Yeah, you know what? Definitely, we have new information that's like critical to the town, so we should probably share it with them. We should. Well, onward. Let's uh, let's head back to Brisket and make sure that the mushrooming hasn't occurred there already. <laughs> we got to get us back to Brisket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you start heading back to Brisket. Uh, uh, pop out, and you see that uh, you know it doesn't look like anything's happened as far as like negative mushrooms or beefmen coming to town. <laughs> beefmen, beefmen, <laughs> Joel Beefman, attorney at law. Hello, I'm Joel Beefman, <laughs> and I approve this message. <laughs> uh, you see that Tone is still uh, running about at the. Uh, at the stables, but uh, the f- town is looking uh, quite a bit more decorative than uh, even with just a couple hours ago that uh, you were last here. Uh, you see doorfronts now that they've uh, got their tables and tents set up. You see that they've started, uh, you know, decorating them as well. Uh, the town is just live with all this vibrant decoration and. It- enthusiasm and excitement for uh, the upcoming festival. Uh, I'm excited about it, but I feel like I am covered in blood, and so I'm trying not to uh, draw attention to myself. Yeah, we should uh, we should stop with the two uh, the two main restaurants in the in the area and see if they've received a shipment of mushrooms. Yeah, or just anything vegetable related, actually. Yeah, actually, mushrooms. It was it was Micah's, and what was the other place? I can't remember. Uh, Sarex. that's right. Yeah, we should uh, we should warn uh, Sarek and Micah first. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, uh, you head that way, and uh, conveniently you see them both outside decor- decorating and uh, directing uh, traffic for those who are, uh, you know, helping them. And you see, you can tell that they're. Uh, almost not only in competition food-wise, but they're in competition uh, with the uh, decorations as well. Uh, you see uh, one person who is looks like they're designing a cow costume to be worn uh, during the festival. And 
Uh, it looks like uh, that's over at Micah's. And at Sarek's, uh, you see them uh, painting uh, a circle of dancing cows, uh, more realistic looking ones, on the uh, front windows of the uh, building. Man, all this cow imagery is really starting to freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like maybe my relationship to cows has forever changed. I don't know. Is it just me? Do you feel closer to cows than you've ever felt before? I wouldn't say closer, but they just feel... I don't know. They feel different. Uh, but yes, Eric and Micah are both uh, out front there, and uh, you, you're approaching them to uh, warn them of especially glowing, but any and all mushrooms. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, uh, Sarek, Micah, uh, you, by chance, you, you, you fellows haven't received any shipments of, uh, any, any strange vegetables, have you? Yeah, anyone been, like, pushing you to, like, uh, serve some vegetable sides with your barbecue lately? Uh, Sarek kind of was the first to look over and says, Well, none more than, uh, none more than usual, um... We haven't really had any uh, come in other than from the people that we normally buy our vegetables from. Uh, why is there is something wrong? Did anyone make a threat? Uh, maybe I less of a threat and like more like uh, like ramblings about <laughs> uh, yeah, making uh, teaching, sh showing them all, or teaching them. How was that phrased again? <laughs> gonna show them all i'm gonna make them all eat their vegetables yeah uh, yeah they're yeah <laughs> yeah yeah just kind of like uh the uh confused and uh uh maybe agitated <laughs> mutterings of a vegetable fanatic maybe with some weird agenda out of curiosity who do you two get your vegetables from uh micah says well, uh, I get my vegetables from uh, one of our local farmers from uh, the outside of town to the east. Uh, I get them from the uh, from the Hogsmeade Farms. Okay, okay. And uh, and you, uh, who do you get yours from? I, I turn to. Uh... Micah, right? Micah's the other one. Uh, my, that was Micah who okay. got them from the hugs. Like, yeah, I turned to Sarek then. Yeah, but Sarek, who do you get yours from? Uh, I, I get mine from the McElroy farm. Hmm. Okay, so... By the way, nice little McElroy. <laughs> um, uh, so, well... Do uh, either of you know anything about uh, Ganjin? Isn't he the stable, the, the stable boy during the day? Uh, what, what, what's is, what about is, him? Is he affiliated with either of those farms in any way? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, he he came here about seven or eight months ago from Wazat. Hmm. <laughs> you haven't seen him like skulking around today, trying to plant vegetables and things or anything weird. Or even just ranting and raving about vegetables. Uh, uh, 
Just, you know, up and down the streets muttering to himself. Stuff like you know, make small pay or... Totally normal stuff like that. It's sort of like, you know, what you might identify as, like, vegan terrorism. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I'm sure Sarek will agree that I've had uh, we've had our fair share of conversations with him about uh, the the amount of meat that we serve and sell and how we should be more uh, open to vegetarian options but I just thought that that may have just been his his consumption uh, preferences but with you know being a being a, a nature-y druid and all. Hmm, yeah, pothead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know what? That would be a fair assumption, and ordinarily I wouldn't think it's that much to worry about, but just to ha- it just so happens we stumbled across, let's say, a concerning journal. So if Anjan comes around and seems to be acting strangely, just, you know, keep an eye on your kitchens and your properties, and you may want to look out for... Any glowing mushrooms. Yeah, and actually, you could just show him, uh, Mag. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, oh, that's right. Um, yeah. If you two happen to see any mushrooms that look like these, um, do yourselves a favor. Don't cook them. Don't do eat them. Don't eat them. Don't serve them to anyone. Uh, just uh, just uh, trust us. It's not. Uh, it's not a good idea. I turned into a dog. And then we... I kind of, like, nod knowingly and very seriously <laughs> at both of them. Oh, well, uh... That, that's rather unfortunate. Uh, I'm sorry you endured that. Um, it's fine. But yes, we will... We will absolutely keep anyone from uh, do, trying to and infiltrate our vegetables uh, as a sentence I never thought I'd need to say or <laughs> conceptualized saying, but here we are, I suppose. Brand new sentence. But, oh, and uh, if you do <laughs> if you do see Ganjin uh, gulking around town, uh, just um, kind of uh, keep an eye on him and, and, until we return and, and sort of let us know what he's, what he's doing. Please, if you would. Absolutely, it, it it feels it feels odd, you know. You know, we we just got the grills back, and the and you know have the renewed vigor of the of the festival happening, and now there's warnings of attempted sabotage of the foods being served. That's that's extremely concerning. Yes, uh, we're, we're a little worried ourselves. Um, we also believe that the Bovatar might be involved. You know, those things that we, uh, that we killed earlier to get the, to get the grills back. Uh, just... Uh, yes, the, the cowmen. It's, it's strange. I, I feel like in an, in another timeline, uh, they, they may have been completely dealt with. Yeah, it, it, it almost, <laughs> it's almost as though... In a, in a completely different uh, part of the universe, somewhere, an exact copy of us dealt with the entire situation the first time around, and uh, there weren't any uh, there weren't any more left. 
Ah, God. I wonder what it would be like if that had actually happened. I just wonder. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, keep an eye out. Uh, we're going to see if we can scramble a posse together and, uh, and head back out to the camp to see if we might uh, track down Ganjin and any more of the Bovatar that might be lurking around. Just uh, keep everybody in the town safe, and uh, do you know any anybody who might want to come with us and join a, uh, a, a party to... Uh, uh, up, 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 posse. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, a, a, a join a posse to uh, scramble these eggs. For... Uh, it's a posse party. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm not sure. You could always, you could always check with uh, cleric Goodchild at the Baylor Temple. Hmm. Ah. Hmm. Yeah. To the temple. <laughs> <laughs> Baylor! <laughs> Baylor the the university? <laughs> yeah, Baylor. Uh, uh, thank you, Sarek. Thank you, Mike. We'll, uh, Mike, Mike. <laughs> Sarek. Thanks, Mike. Sarek and Mike. <laughs> thank you, Sarek. Thank you, Mike. We will, uh, we will do that. Absolutely. Uh, good, good luck on your uh, posse procurement. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I turn to the group and I go, boy, I sure hope it doesn't rain. Otherwise, we'll have a wet-ass posse. <laughs> Dude. 10 out of 10. You guys be killing it today. Ugh. <laughs> oh. I, uh, I don't know if I can do anything tonight to top that, so uh, I think with the uh, image of the three of you heading to the Baylor Temple, uh, I think that's where we will end the session. That wraps up this episode of Taverns, Travel, and Test. Be sure to join us next time when the gang go meet Cleric Goodchild and try to recruit him and others for their pasteurized posse. You can check out the boys on the 3 Dude Cast, and you can reach out to us about the show on Twitter at Triple T D&D. If you want to help support the show, tell your friends, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash triple tdnd, leave a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice, and tweet about the show using hashtag triple tdnd. Also, check out all the other great podcasts on the Project Derailed Podcast Network. Visit projectderailed.com for more information and links to all of those awesome podcasts. We'll see you next time on Triple T. projectderailed.com